Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brain Food Podcast. I'm Casey Thomas and this episode is a little bit uh, unusual. <laughs> I, I was really frustrated and I just needed to come and turn on the microphone and rant for a little bit. So bear with me. <laughs> I think that people need to be better fact checkers. Okay. My uncle always said, trust, but verify. And people these days, they just hear something and automatically assume it is the best thing ever. And so I, I just want to take a quick moment to clarify how research is conducted. Um, there, there's a basic principle which we have in research, which is that of generalizability. Okay. To put it in perspective, what this concept says is how applicable is what you found to the rest of the world. So for example, we might find a medication is useful for a particular population, but is it useful for other populations? So let's, uh, let's say, hey, we found a good anti-diabetes medication. Is it also good for hypertension? Well, we don't know, okay? We have to test it, we have to find out. <laughs> uh, and, and to put some numbers in it, to put some perspective on this, when you have just a single person in a research study, okay, we call that a case study, all right? That is the absolute least generalizable study that you can do because we only know it worked in that one person and every single person is a unique individual. So what works for you probably won't work for me, okay? If somehow you had infinite money and you could enroll the entirety of humanity into a research study, every single person on the planet into a single research study, that would be the absolute most generalizable study that you could do because we know it applies to every single human on the planet because that was what we used, right? So that's our slide scale, all right? So is the amount of participants in the research study will dictate essentially how generalizable these results are. A study with one participant is an anecdote, all right? And humans, we are pre-wired, right? We are pre-wired to make shortcuts. Our brain is lazy. And so I don't blame people too much for, for falling into this trap, but I think people just need to be more smart about how they go about making their opinions. So we are pre-wired to make shortcuts, right? We like to develop these heuristics. We like to develop stereotypes. Our brains are primed to find patterns when there might not actually be a pattern. And so if you see something twice, you are far more likely to think it's connected. Let's say a person cuts you off in traffic once, and it was a young white male with red hair, okay? <laughs> and then next week, another young white male with red hair cuts you off again. So your brain is very likely to all of a sudden say, dang, all young white males with red hair are the absolute rudest drivers on the planet. Okay, it could have been totally coincidence, right? But because that happened twice to you in a relatively short time frame, you're likely to try to see that as a pattern. And people will take that same logic with nutrition. You know, two friends had success following a ketogenic diet, two, two friends had success with a vegan diet or whatever it is. 
therefore it must be good for me and everybody else on the planet. And this is just a logical fallacy. Okay. You cannot <laughs> extrapolate just these small observations and try to link them up and just assume that there's a pattern that does not work. That is a logical fallacy. Now going along with this is another issue, which is if you are looking for something, you are far more likely to find it. All right. You can be tricked into seeing a pattern that wasn't actually there before. And so going back to our other example, you know, your buddy says, man, young white males with red hair are the worst drivers in the world. And so now you're on the lookout for any person who does you dirty driving that fits the bill, right? You could encounter a hundred non-young white males with red hair who are bad drivers. But when you find the first one, you're like, yup, you were totally right, dude. Those guys are the worst. I just had one the other day. And so that's a problem, right? Like that, that's a big problem because if, if you're trying to do that, you can force people to see patterns that really don't exist. And a lot of trends and fads and things like that, they will cater to this. They will abuse this logical fallacy and trick you into seeing patterns that really aren't there in the nutrition world. And so going back to the idea of generalizability, what we try to do in research is find something called a representative sample of a certain population. And the more people you can find, the better, as I said. But you want to find a representative sample of who you're hoping the data will extrapolate to. So let's say you're trying to do research and you're trying to find if African-Americans have different eating patterns than Asians. Okay. But if you enroll only Caucasian people into your study, it's not going to work, right? Because that is not going to be a representative sample of the two populations that you're trying to investigate. It, it sounds funny, but, but stay with me. Uh, people will take a look at research studies and in particular companies will do this, right? But let's, you know, people will take a look at research studies and they'll say, oh, hey, this diet helped out in mice. Well, just because it worked in mice doesn't mean it works for you. All right, people might look at a research study and say, oh, well, this medication improved brain performance in an elderly person. Okay, well, the person looking at the research study was 20 years old. Probably doesn't apply to you. Okay, 20-year-old and an 80-year-old body are very different. Uh, people will look at certain clinical conditions in a research study. They might say, oh, this diet helps out with Alzheimer's disease. Okay, well, the pathology of a brain with Alzheimer's disease is very different than that of a healthy brain. Okay, so the nutritional requirements, the nutritional needs are going to be quite different. And so people are constantly using data from non-representative samples and forcing it onto themselves. <laughs> and that, again, is another logical fallacy, which just does not work. All right. You need to use a sample that very closely represents you or whoever you're trying to get it to represent. The other issue that I see with research is that there might be a test that is not applicable to your current situation. Okay, maybe there's a supplement that improves reaction speed, all right, but it also makes you more jittery. But you don't care about reaction speed at all. All you care about is, you know, being as stable as possible. Um, Maybe there's a supplement that improves memory, but all you care about is hand-eye coordination, all right? So uh, a marketer might say, hey, this is a good brain supplement, or hey, this is a good cognitive enhancer, 
But unless you look at the actual metrics that it is supposed to enhance, it may or may not be beneficial to you and your current situation. So make sure that the tests of this particular strategy, supplement, nutrition, whatever it is, make sure that the tests are what you actually care about. And the other thing too is just, honestly, there is a huge difference between being read, you know, like a word list and trying to remember it in a lab setting with a researcher than, you know, whatever the real world application is that you're trying to do. You have to memorize a lot of data, or maybe you're just trying to remember to find your keys or, you know, whatever it is. While in the lab, it's a very controlled, nice, safe setting, all right? So those two are very different. You want to find research as much as possible that uses tests that most similarly match what you're trying to go for. And you want to have them use a type of person who most similarly matches you as well. So I guess <laughs> I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent here, but I guess to summarize, you know, a study with one person is just an anecdote. Just because it worked on someone else, it's not going to work for you, okay? There's this principle of individuality. You are a unique individual with a unique background, unique genetics, unique history, unique environment, unique food access, unique medical history, unique conditions, like unique food preferences, all right? So just because it worked for someone does not mean it's going to work for you, all right? Look to challenge everything you know, like a scientist, all right? Take a view that you have and then make the best argument you can against it, all right? This is going to greatly... <laughs> expand your viewpoints okay and you will learn you will learn so much more this way if you are constantly challenging your own ideas don't assume because something works in one population that it works with you it likely won't all right being honest here if i put 100 people on the exact same diet i'll be lucky i'll be quite lucky if 30 of those people respond exactly how i expect them to okay uh, we can we can do some things to improve the guesswork but if, if you're doing cookie cutter programs, it's likely not going to work for, for you. Okay, just playing the numbers game here. But here's the, the best part about nutrition. Absolute best part about nutrition, guys. The best part. There is a very low barrier to entry. All right. You can go test it out yourself. Okay. Just experiment with things. Have fun with it. Don't get paralyzed per, by perfection. All right. Go spend $5, $10, $20 at the grocery store buy the food, buy the broccoli, whatever it is, and just see how your body does with it, all right? Try it out for a few weeks. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, then on to the next thing, all right? This isn't like some big old physics experiment where you have to buy a particle accelerator for a couple billion dollars, okay? Nutrition science is probably the easiest thing to go test out on yourself at home. So try out what you want to try out. Learn what works for you. and that's honestly just the fun of it, okay? That's why I love nutrition so much. All right, that's that's enough of a rant from me. <laughs> um, I will stop now. Thank you so much for listening. If you can, leave me a rating and review. I, I'd love to hear what you thought about this little rant. I'm curious. I'm curious, okay? Um, but if you want to, you can also just shoot me an email. My email is caseythomasrd at gmail.com. And uh, if you can also please subscribe, it really helps me grow this channel. And it also lets you be the first to know when I have new stuff coming on out. So thanks again. Enjoy the rest of your day. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.